During the summer, we here at Planet Money came up with something. I'm just going to say it. It was a brilliant idea. It was your idea, to be clear. <laughs> yeah, it was, like I said, it's a brilliant idea. We created a presidential candidate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, it was a fake presidential candidate. That's an actor. But a fake presidential candidate with real ideas, with a real plan. A real plan that was agreed on by real economists from across the political spectrum, liberal, conservative. We asked them, what should our Planet Money candidate be talking about? What great economic ideas are out there that you all can agree on? We've done two shows on this so far, and if you heard them, you know it actually worked. We got economists to agree on six ways to improve the economy. Six no-brainer ideas that the real presidential candidates are not talking about. Things like a total restructuring of our tax system eliminating deductions, even legalizing marijuana. Hello and welcome to Planet Money. I'm Robert Smith. And I'm Alex Bloomberg. Today on our show, we are going to give our fake candidate a very real campaign. We're bringing in real consultants to figure out how do we get those no-brainer economic ideas out into the American public. In other words, how do we make economics sexy? So we knew from the beginning, our economist ideas, they may be economic no-brainers, but they're not political no-brainers. They have some political problems, these ideas. They're a tough sell. But politicians have stupid ideas all the time. They sell those. And so we figured, obviously, what we need, political experts, consultants, people who know how to sell a message to the American people. We went out, we went hunting for these consultants, and we found two of the best in the business. First, Hank Scheinkoff. He's been doing this for 40 years. He's worked on the campaigns of people you've heard of, a lot of Democrats, Bill Clinton, uh, Elliot Spitzer before the scandal, the good years, uh, even Michael Bloomberg, who Republican turned independent, former Democrat, mayor of New York. And on the other side of the aisle, Republican consultant Kim Alfano. She has 20 years experience working with presidential candidates like Fred Thompson, also Mitch Daniels, the governor of Indiana, and Lamar Alexander, a senator from Tennessee. So we had them come in and we showed them our fake candidate and our list of ideas and we told them, okay, be brutally honest. You have a radical plan which will bankrupt families. A lot of these things can't be sold. You're just too dangerous. You're insane. I think you should move to another country. It'd be good. (laughs) Canada, um, perhaps? Can, not even Canada. I mean, that's some of this won't fly in Canada. And after they finished laughing at us, they said, sure, we can help you sell this stuff. No problem. Piece of cake. Hank Scheinkopf says this is what consultants do all the time. Some policy expert or economist is working for a candidate, comes up with some wonky plan, perfectly logical, lots of charts and graphs. And Hank, he's the one who has to look the candidate in the eye and say, nobody makes rational decisions in public life when they vote. Voting is an irrational act. Choices are generally rational based upon the data. We know that. People do not vote from their heads. They vote from their stomachs and their hearts. Give them some emotional emotional sense so they can create a contextual argument for themselves. So we put a challenge to our political guru. We're going to go through our candidate's six big ideas, and he's going to try and find the emotional core. Which, obviously, when you think economics... Emotional core is the first thing that comes to mind. It has a lot of heart. <laughs> right. So our first plank, one that almost every economist on our panel immediately jumped on, said, you need to get rid of this enormous deduction, the largest tax deduction out there. One that, you know, I think just defies, you know, common sense the way we have it is, is the mortgage interest deduction. The mortgage interest deduction. Mortgage interest is actually uh, extremely regressive form of taxation, extremely perverse. Our economists could not hate this deduction more. 
if you can write your mortgage payments off your taxes, the government loses a ton of money. It ends up overinflating the prices of homes everywhere. Most of the benefits go to homeowners who do not need the benefit because they're rich, they're wealthy, they have these huge homes, giant mortgages. And let's not even get into the home building industry and the bubble and everything that happened. The mortgage bankers who love this, and a lot of it goes to them as well. So here's the way our fake candidate pitched it. That's why when I'm elected president of the United States, I have a special plan for the middle class. All of you Americans who own your own homes, I promise to raise your tax bill by thousands of dollars a year. <laughs> I love the way that the trails off tumbleweeds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hank Scheinkoff was not thrilled with this idea either, especially this presentation. But he did think he saw a way, an emotional opening, a way you could pitch this idea that would play on sort of a class warfare angle that would play on the anxieties over the rich and the poor, the haves and the have-nots. And we should note here that uh, Hank did not have any advanced time to think about our candidate, to think about our platform. We just sat him down. He did not script anything. But Hank Scheinkoff has this amazing gift. Amazing. He, he goes into like this trance almost, and he looks off into the distance, and then bam, fully formed political messages just come out of his mouth. He thinks in commercials. Uh, uh, let's see. A bold, if I were writing a 30-second spot, a bold economic plan to protect America's future. Get rid of deductions for the rich. Make sure the rich can't take advantage of the system anymore. Make it fair. Tax deduction for home ownership, not tax deduction for home ownership, takes millions of dollars away from people who need. Reduces services, takes money away from the places we need to spend it, from education, from health care, for our children, for our future. One thing to do, reform the tax system. That's Ooh, that. reform, wow. yeah. Reform's a great word. Like yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that feels positive. People love reform. And I notice you don't say anything about personal sacrifice. You don't say, hey, it's no. un- you're taking Nobody, advantage of the system. No one likes to give up anything. The first thing you don't ask people to do, except in time of, of war, um, is to make collective sacrifice. So eliminating the mortgage interest deduction, the way our economists put it, in Hank Scheinkoff's world becomes fair tax reform for our children. I can see the bumper sticker now. Good, because these are about to get more difficult for Hank. (laughs) Uh, The next idea we ran by him, plank number two, is a wee bit more complicated. Yes. Okay, so the Planet Money candidate is proposing the elimination of a deduction you might not even know you have. The U.S. government doesn't tax health benefits you get from your employer. So you get your salary. Let's say you get $50,000 in salary and you get another $25,000 in health benefits. They tax your salary, but they don't tax your health benefits. And while this sounds like a good thing, our economists were pretty clear it ends up distorting the whole system, and they think we should tax the health benefits as well. Yeah. I, I got to say, as you, were, as you were saying this to our consultants, they were totally confused. Like You could see their mind drift away, right. as many of our listeners did, as you started to explain it. It's really complicated because you have to explain this whole deduction that people don't know about. And then after they fully understand why it's there, say, no, no, we want to take that away. And you know, in the end analysis, we just, we just gave up trying to explain this. Maybe we keep number two sort of a secret. Well, I think number yeah. two should be kept a secret for many years. There's this uh-huh. underground vault. I think right. we should put it there and never take it out again. Right. Next. All right. Number three. <laughs> number three is what political consultants live for. It's a big honking tax cut. 
which should be easy for a candidate to pitch, right? Except the tax cut isn't going to a hardworking middle-class worker or even to even to a rich guy who might create jobs. This tax cut is going to a faceless corporate entity. My opponent, Barack Obama, he's proposed lowering the corporate tax rate to 28%. Mitt Romney suggested 25%. I say, read my lips. No taxes for corporations. Zero, nada, nothing. So economists everywhere have sort of a basic creed. And it goes like this. If you tax something, you will get less of the thing you're taxing. So if you eliminate a tax on something, you are going to get more of that something. So when a corporation makes a profit, it either invests it or it creates more jobs with it. So why tax something that can lead to investment and create more jobs? Even our liberal economists said, in a blue sky world, yeah, get rid of the corporate income tax. If you want to tax rich people, then tax rich people. Don't go after the corporations. Okay, so Hank Sheinkoff gets into his trance state again, channeling a possible message. This one's a little tougher. We're eliminating the corporate tax? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're eliminating. Okay. Um, you remember this business and blah, blah, wherever it is, it used to employ 300 people. There were good jobs there. And then the government had a plan. Tax the corporations. Tax places like this. And the result? Hundreds out of work. There's a way to fix this. Make it easier for businesses to stay in business. Reduce the regulation by reducing the taxes on them. And what will happen? Well, the rich won't get any more, but people like you will sure benefit. How? Well, your jobs will be saved. Do you, would you craft a different message depending on whether our candidate was running as a Democrat or a oh, Republican? Sure. If sure. It, so, so what's the... Sure, Repu- the, the Republican response, the Republican one is, you know how to get the government off our backs? Protect our jobs, something the government won't do. And you know how we do that? My plan... Get rid of corporate taxes. Now get, now, get rid of the kind of taxes that put small corporations out of business. Why? Because the government doesn't care, but I do. I'm going to vote against taxing the profits. I'm going to, not, not the profits. I'm going to vote against excess taxes on companies like blah, blah. Put the name in mm-hmm. that are right here in our state. Right. And by doing that, I'll protect our jobs. That's my plan. I need your help to make it happen. Thanks. So the economists say eliminate corporate income tax. Hank Scheinkoff. Protect our jobs. Protect our jobs. You know, you start to get the feeling talking to these guys, especially when you challenge them to f- flip political parties in the span of a second. <laughs> Republican, you're Democrat, you're Republican, you're Democrat. You get the idea that they can spin anything. I mean, Hank can do this in his sleep. I mean, you know, don't say corporations, you say companies. Don't say profits, say jobs. It's not taxes, it's excess taxes. And, and both these ads, both these ads, I timed them. 30 seconds, exactly, with no script. It's amazing. And it's not just Hank. We tried the next plank out on our Republican consultant, Kim Alfano. Kim is very different stylistically from Hank. He's all emotion and slogans and clever words. She likes to find the big picture theme before she talks about any of the details. You're going to have to sell the big enchilada before you start saying that, you know, in this recipe, there's going to be some bitter herbs. So let's see how Kim takes on our next big idea, idea number four. And this one, this one's a very interesting one. It caused a, a lot of discussion on our blog about how we would pull it off exactly. Uh, here's, here's the way we had our actor do it. You're going to like this. Something else I'm proposing. I promise to eliminate all income and payroll taxes. 
So that's a pretty extreme way to put it. But the logic is the same as with the corporate income tax. We want people to have more income. So why tax their income? You want people to have more of it, you, you tax it less. So you get rid of the income. Yeah. And, and there's an obvious question here. Where does the government get the money to do the things that the government does and that we want them to do? Well, you would move toward a consumption tax. And this is where the debate came in. Because there's a lot of different ways to do it. In, in Europe, they have a VAT. I'm sure you've seen it if you've been to Europe. They add on, you know, whether it's 15, 20, 25 percent, sometimes to the cost of all goods. That's how they fund governments there. But there's other ways to do a consumption tax. And in fact, in a future show, we will talk about various ways to do that. But in general, the way it works is you tax the things you buy, tax the things you consume rather than taxing income. And and our consultant, Kim Alfano, she got it immediately. Let's just say, look, dude, if you want to smoke cigarettes, if you want to buy a powerboat, if you're incredibly wealthy and you want to buy a jet and, and you want to have a luxurious life, then you're going to pay for it. If you want to buy milk and bread and and you're just trying to get by, well, we're not going to tax those things. And Kim saw this eliminating of income taxes and payroll taxes and moving to a consumption tax as part of this broad overall message that we were trying to send. And so here's her vision for this ad. It's, it's basically a freedom message. Grab the tax code, put the power back into the hands of the people, and give you the power to decide how much you want to be taxed by how much you choose to buy and purchase. Let's just Let's just free ourselves from all this forgive me, crap that we've put on on our backs. And I see a horse. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be a horse in the ad. I see a horse. I see a guy. I see a I see a crazy, you know, freedom. I see. I don't know. I see a song. I see a jingle. I don't know. So whereas economists want to talk about incentives and consumption taxes, political consultants say all you need is one word, freedom. Now, at this point, Robert, you and I were feeling pretty good. Like, presented this way, you could actually imagine these ideas getting through to the average voter. And I know we did this project, but I didn't feel it until I heard these guys do some of these ads. When I heard them, I went, you know, you know, maybe we could sell this thing. But then our consultants reminded us, you guys are forgetting something. Opponents. Uh, yeah. Opponents will be running lots of ads against your ideas, negative ads. And it turns out the genius that is Hank Scheinkoff can also channel a negative ad, in fact, even more quickly than he can make a positive ad. So, for instance, idea number five on our candidate platform was a carbon tax. This is extra taxes on gasoline and other polluting stuff. Same logic we've used all along. Pollution's bad, so you tax it, right? Make it go away. Now, a positive ad is easy. You have kids, you have trees, clean air, you know, blah, 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 environment, save the earth, that kind of thing. But... Hank imagined for a moment how much money the oil companies would throw against this proposal and what kind of ad they could put on the air. So he said this, picture a motorist gassing up a car, and then all of a sudden the dial on the gas gauge, it just starts going higher and higher, spinning out of control. So the thing blows up, okay? That's what's going to happen if they get their way. They're going to tax our gas and make it impossible for us to get to work. Do you think that's fair? Well, they want to take our freedom away too. Not so good. Charge you more, take your freedom. That's what they're really talking about when they say tax carbon emissions. Do you think that's what America was made for? And then you show the the founding fathers or some nonsensical patriotic thing. (laughs) Don't let them take your freedom. Alex, we're bad people. (laughs) We're taking people's freedom. (laughs) I know. Again. So this is the problem that the, the consultant can give, the consultant can take away. A consumption tax can equal freedom, but a carbon tax, which is not far away from a consumption tax, can equal slavery. Can equal slavery. Exactly. What was most striking, though, about this conversation with the political consultants was 
how little actual overlap there was between what they said and what our economists said. It was such a joy to talk with like a lot of these brilliant economists and have them lay out all these logical arguments. The, the sort of the, the pure logical beauty of it is, is very enticing. But the consultants, they were talking about the same six policies. They were like, toss everything the economists said out. And they would come up with a completely different rationale for selling the idea. Yeah. The most striking one was our final idea for the Planet Money candidate, plank number six, legalizing marijuana. And if you've ever talked to an economist about this, you know that they favor it for for a bunch of reasons. I mean, first of all, when it's not legal, it means you can't tax it, right? It robs the government of potential revenue. Also, if it's not legal, it tends to drive up the price, which just makes drug dealers richer. It allows them to spend more money on weapons, kidnapping, bodyguards, body armor, and all of this just escalates violence. Hank said, yeah, yeah, none of that. None of that's going to be happening. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then he invented on the spot an entirely different rationale for why you would want to legalize marijuana. And it's not at all about the economics or the violence. It's about health and, of course, the children. And the person you need in the ad is not a border agent or an economist or a drug dealer behind bars. It's a doctor in a white coat. And say, I'm Dr. So-and-so, and I'm from this hospital, and I've done research for 20 years, and I'm telling you that there's no reason why we shouldn't legalize marijuana so that people who have terminal diseases can use it as they need it, and so that, frankly, we can make sure that poisons aren't put in it that'll kill our children, because after spending billions of dollars to, to, to get rid of marijuana, it's like a plague. It's all over the place, and it doesn't mean we're giving up, but it means we want to save our kids from being killed, and this just this one reefer here was what they call there's blah, blah, 1,400 chemicals and that can create all kinds of damage to human beings, so Let's legalize it so we can we can supervise it, and then we'll all be a lot better off. Fourteen hundred chemicals <laughs> Is that in this true? reefer? I don't think that's true. I know, I but you just got to go with it. Okay, fine. Uh, the slogan once again: legalize it so we can supervise it. Okay. One major difference between our two consultants, though, um, Hank, he was happy to do this exercise with us to go issue by issue to turn each plank of the platform into a thirty-second soundbite. Find the exact right language, throw in an iconic image, carries the right emotional trigger. But for Kim Alfano, she suggested a much more, shall I say, holistic approach. Take the platform as a whole and don't go plank by plank. Boil the whole thing down and use it to create a broader narrative. See, the one thing that we don't have with our fake campaign that a real campaign does have is an actual person, a human being with an actual biography that you can use to connect with people. You can say, I'm Mitt Romney and this is what I believe, or I'm Barack Obama and here's my family. We don't have that. All we have is our ideas, our politically untenable ideas. But Kim said, maybe that's our narrative. Your candidate might be fake, she said, but at least he's honest, right? You can build a campaign around that, someone who cares enough someone who is brave enough to say the things that other people won't. As a candidate, I'm willing to stick my neck out. If I'm going to say these things, I'm risking my political life. So I'm at least being honest. I'm at least um, not playing politics. So give me some credit for being, you know, uh, um, somewhat bold in my uh, political, you know, courage here. So it sounds um, like you're saying to sort of like put the craziness of this platform 
sort of front and center and say, sure, look at just me. Say, listen, I have this bold, I'm not crazy Republican. Plan. I'm not Democrat. I'm, I'm doing this for the good of the country. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and step out and say, I'm not I'm not doing this for political sake. I'm doing this because our country's in a really terrible place. And let's agree that what we have isn't working and that it's time to put the power squarely in the hands of the people. Okay. So we have two directions we can go. We can break this down plank by plank, use emotional language to sell each idea, or we can go big. Don't sweat the details. Sell the audacity, the freedom, the horse. The Crazy horse. 2012. <laughs> right. And so we are going to leave that to you to decide. Well, a tiny scientifically selected, statistically significant group of you to decide. We're going to talk with polling experts, try and run some focus groups, and figure out which message sells, which approach will work best. That's coming up on future episodes as the Planet Money fake presidential candidate saga continues. Hey, only a month to go. We got to hurry on this thing. And we would love to hear your ideas, even if you do not make our focus group, because it's again scientifically selected here. Go on to our blog, npr.org slash money. We would love to hear from you if you have even better bumper sticker ideas for our candidates. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Spotify. I'm Alex Bloomberg. And I'm Robert Smith. Thanks for listening. Get your sexy out.